It's Mel G and this week on our little podcast we're going to be talking about mm, best TV to watch for 2018, fringes aka bangs and parking abilities. Well if you like the sound of that then do have a listen to me every Saturday lunchtime from one on magic. There will be more Chattingtons and great songs thrown in for good measure. Bush you were doing all the moves there. Oh, I love a bit of voguing. Love it. What's your favourite voguing move, Mel? Oh, okay. Oh, I love that. Very precise. Yes. I like it when Madonna puts both hands up. Yeah. As if her palms are earmuffs. Yes. Probably about two inches away from her head. It's a very sort of precise, almost military. Yes. That move. And then it goes into the... uh, Horizontal move. Yeah, like a head's in a little box. Yeah, it's a box move. Essentially, it's a box move. A la Gwyneth Paltrow in seven. Yes. Isn't it? It is. Is that your favourite Vogue move? My favourite Vogue move is where Madonna puts palm (gasps) on forehead, forehead. 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 And then turns her head left or right. Oh, I'd forgotten that. That's a good one. And maybe maybe other hand with back of hand under chin at the same time. Oh, God. Is that when she says, Betty Davis, that one? Yeah. (gasps) Did you ever watch Glee? I never watched Glee, no. Oh, my days. Is it like fame? Like fame used to be on when I was a kid. It is a bit like fame, but it's grittier. Is it grittier? No, fame was quite gritty. Yeah, Leroy doing his star jumps and stuff like that. They had their ups and downs, didn't they? Doris Schwartz on the cello. She certainly went through life's turbulent times. She went through the ringer, that girl, didn't she? Glee is more of a sort of, yeah, it's a sort of fame for the noughties with a kind of um, bit more of a surreal edge the PE teacher, I'm sorry, I've forgotten her name. I can't believe it. I'm having a slight uh, slight moment. But she did a full rendition of Madonna doing the Vogue song. I would love that. I'm on the lookout for a new TV show to watch, so maybe this is it. Now, Glee. S- now, somebody mentioned uh, Feud. 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 It was our beloved Maloney, our producer. It was Lomo. Have you seen Feud? I've that's, not seen Feud. That's got Betty Davis in it, or is it Bette Davis? Oh. Susan Sarandon as Bette Davis. Yeah. Jessica Lang as Crawfy, Joan Crawford. Yeah. I've never seen it, but apparently it's amazing. Were they nemeses, those two? They hated each other? They were. Were they? They were. Oh, I love a good feud. Well, I'm on the lookout for some new stuff, so I'll, ch- I'll check these out. Do you reckon I like them? Yeah. Uh, so, what are we going to get into? What is going to be that go-to guilty pleasure under the duvet? You know, you know where I'm going. I'm talking yeah. television. I'm not talking, you know, anything else. Uh, what, what's it going to be, Bush? What's it going to be? And, and you are cock-a-hoop at the moment, Mel, because you've just uh, landed yourself uh, some Netflix, I Mate, believe. I got it last ruddy week. Welcome to 2018. Mel. Mate, the crown? Hello, sailor. <laughs> really exciting as well. Helena Bonham Carter's going to be Princess Margaret, apparently. Oh, really? Yes, when Livy Coleman takes over as the Queen. Can I ask you a question? What, what's the ruling with you and your partner about uh, someone breaking rank and going ahead on box sets? So if you're, like, at work, if you're either half watched ahead of you, would, would there be a problem in the household? OK, so a few years ago, I got really into weeds. <laughs> that was a mate. Did you see it? No. Matey. What's it about Weeds. I can't remember the name of the woman. I'm sorry, I'm having a real problem with names today. She's such a good actress. She was in uh, The West Wing. It's her. She's widowed, quite young. Right. And to make ends meet, to provide for her children and stay in the rather lovely Californian sort of estate that she lives in, Mm -hmm. she becomes a drug dealer. (gasps) It's a bit like Breaking Bad before Breaking Bad. It's Breaking Bad before Breaking Bad. It's brilliant. 
I got so obsessed with weeds, it nearly broke up my marriage, mate. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> what happened then? Were you just obsessed with it? And I wouldn't even talk to my other half because I'd just be watching weeds solidly. And did he get sick of weeds because he felt like it was monopolising your time? Even, I didn't even really bother about letting him watch it with me. <laughs> it, was, it really was bad. I can't actually bring up the subject with him. And did you finish it all? It's all finished and done, dusted? The now marriage. <laughs> the marriage, thankfully not. But yes, I think I did four seasons and it was all I could talk about slash think about. I didn't even want to look anyone else in the eye. I was so obsessed with it. Wow, so you guys were at the brink because of weeds. Yes, exactly. Can I just say, I'd like to... Uh, this is a, it's a little bit of the sort of Radio 1 DJ type thing I'm about to do, but I'd like to give a big shout out to those people listening to the Poddingtons at night. Yes. Because they are a special, special crew. Yeah, the night podders. The night podders. And it means that our voices are like either side of their head on the pillow. Oh. Like in that Queen Bohemian Rhapsody video. This is the real life. Mono God in the landslide. Always keep from reality. reality. Hope we haven't scared you too much. We've got to work on our harmonies, Bush. It's me. I feel it's me. No, I don't think it is, mate. No, it's me. I go in really hard and slightly smugly as if I'm trying to pretend that I'm a sort of, you know, West End musical star and actually off-key. No, you're, you're OK. I think no. you've, you've got the pitch to, to, to no. get there, whereas I've got a kind of, especially having been out on the beers last night, my I know, voice mate. is lower than it's ever been. That plus your Bristolian burr. Burr. Oh, it's fantastic, mate. Oh my god, I just did the noise of a didgeridoo. That's really good. Never done that before. Do it again, mate. Come on. That's really good. We start off by, you know, applauding those people who listen at night and then ended up by frightening them. I know, and they're probably switching off. Do you switch off a pod? No, you sort of de. What do you do? Decouple yourself? Destabilize? What do you do with a pod? You pause Unstream. it. Unstream. Unstream yourself. Oh, you pause it, okay. You can still a pause. <laughs> pause is still a thing. Hey, Mel, oh, someone gosh. from our office has written a question. Do you want it? Come on, ma'am. Are you good at parking? I was discussing this with a stranger just the other day. I had a lovely chat. Now, where was I? I think I was on a bus. And we were just, we agreed, Yeah. the stranger and myself, I can park ruddy brilliantly when no one's watching. Okay. I'm honestly, I am literally, I'm just like, woof, burr, keyhole, burn, mirror, signal, maneuver, boom, woof. Boom. Straight in, poom, pam, pam, pom. One more. One more. But when anyone is watching, particularly my life partner and husband and special, special man, <laughs> I, I go to ruddy jelly. <laughs> oh, it's really annoying. I hate that about him. So the pressure is that you 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 can feel his eyes burning into you. Yes. And ju- does he judge your driving? Is he a judgy partner? He's not a judgy person at all, but when it comes to my driving, oh, yes, he is. Yeah. He does this thing where he kind of almost smiles in a self-satisfied way because he knows I'm going to muck it up. And I always do. <laughs> my mum and dad are like that. My dad tells my mum what gear she should be in Oh, all the that's time. awful. So annoying. That, but actually, Ben does that sometimes. Yeah. Just a little and four. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like as if at some point you're going to say, all right, then let him do the gears. Yes. Yes, like driving your dad's car around on a beach car park when you were a little kid. Can you, you do the gears? Are you are you good at parking? I, I imagine you are quite good, Bush. I'm quite good through necessity because we live on a street which is quite cutthroat in terms of uh, trying to get a parking space. Is it? And you have to do a bit of parallel parking with someone behind you waiting to go past. That's always stressful. So because That's of that, I've stressful. done okay with it. But I'm, I'm the same as you. I'm the worst at parking, right, if I've got an empty car park. 
What? And you have to get into a white uh, into between the white lines. Are you kidding? I can't line it up properly. I get almost like snow blindness when I've got an empty car park in front of me. And then it becomes a thing. It becomes almost a Pavlovian thing where you know you're going to do it, so you yeah. do it. Oh, you set yourself awful. up for a fall. It's really God, weird. I'm really good in empty car parks. I'm terrible in empty car oh, parks. Oh, Bush, is that, just, is that just reversing in or going in front a- of Anything. It? And I just keep doing it again. It ends up with that bit like, you remember in the Austin Powers movie where it's 58-point turn? Nearly got it, nearly got it. My other half, Katie, just goes into the shop and leaves me to it. Terrible. Oh, Bush. I don't like the idea of that. I don't like the idea of you being out of control. Thank you, Mel. We're having the very opposite of a bad day, i.e. a good day. Really good day. Isn't it? It is a great day. Good. Uh, Oh, now. Hello there. Oh, listen to those sledges. It's like, oh, it's like a bubbling stream. Yeah. It's a river. It's like a river. With a canoeist on it. Yes. It's proactive. It's pro- For me, it's like a little robin flitting around someone's garden and landing on a branch. Oh, is it? That's what it's like as well. Okay, I'll give you that. Thank I'll you. give you that. Anyway, it is time, of course, for Ledger of Legends. The time of day, the time in the show where we really like to sort of celebrate slash blow the trumpet of something that maybe is usually left in the darkness of the cupboard. Yeah, I like that. Isn't I like, it? I like that analogy. Do you like it? Yeah. Right. Today, today for the Ledger of Ledge... I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but I'm very, very sure that this is what I want to nominate for today. Um, I'm going to say, gang, The Fringe. The Fringe? Not The Fringe Festival in Edinburgh. Okay. Not particularly The Fringe you might find on the end of a 1970s trouser. I'm talking about The Hair of Fringe. What in America they call bang. Bangs. Yeah, bangs. Why is it called bangs? It's really weird, isn't it? I'm going to give it its Latin name. Yeah, bangs, that's weird, isn't it? Where does that even come from? I don't know, mate. Um, No, I'm not going to give it its Latin name because that's something that we always do after you've drawn it. I'm just going to write down the word fringe. And I'd like you, please, to render that in pen and ink. I'm thinking, fringes are brilliant, right? Yeah. When you're younger and you're still prone to the old, you know, uh, T-bar slash grease on the forehead, the old little carbuncle coming up, a fringe is a perfect thing to hide that. I have a couple of female friends who tell me they go and spend £6 each to get their fringe adjusted at the hairdressers. £6 is very cheap. Is that cheap? Yeah. How I'd much do you say. pay to go and just get your fringe touched up? 15 so probably. 15 quid for yeah. a raisin of the fringe? I know. I know. Yes, gang, we will survive. That is the law and that is the truth. We will get through this January together. In fact, we've almost done it. We've almost done it. There's it's only been... one more week in January. Hasn't it been long? It's been a long it's one. It's been a long one, hasn't it? It's been a ruddy long one. Oh, You're looking well, Bush, considering what you were up to last night. Don't think I don't know. Oh, now come on. Don't think I don't know. I can't. The problem is, if I have a couple of drinks and talk in a loud pub, which is what I was doing last night, listen to how low my voice is today. I think it sounds... It's Vandrossian, mate. <laughs> it does sound Vandross-like, it's doesn't it? It's sheer... It's not quite there with Barry White, but you are hitting the sort of tenor notes of the Vandross. I reckon the lower end of my voice, only sparrows and robins can hear me. <laughs> Oh, come on, Bush. I am going to let you into a secret now. Bush has got the biggest hangover he's ever had. (laughs) The eyes are tiny. He's very stubbly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Bushy. 
Come on, mate. Do you know what? I wish someone would make my hangovers into a song every day of the week because it makes it actually all right. I you're not better. you're not looking that bad. The eyes have increased in size since the start <laughs> of the show, which is which is nice. It's good to actually see them. That's because producer Louise gave me a load of medication. Good. She's good like that. She is good like did that. Did she spray you? She did spray me. Uh, she's basically our in-house pharmacist. I know. She, she goes, put your tongue out, and then she sprays something on it, and it's very, very good. I don't know what it is, but it makes you feel so fine. <laughs> now, Bush... Come along now. We know, we know we that know it's that. Saturday the 20th of January. Everyone knows that. Everyone knows it. But what day is it, Bush? Well, speaking of birds, it's Penguin Awareness Day today. Oh. World Penguin Awareness oh, Day. Oh, I love penguins. A penguin striking colouring is a matter of camouflage. From above, its black back blends into the murky depths of the ocean. Yeah. From below, its white belly is hidden against the bright surface. Oh, that is so clever. Camouflage. Fact number two. If a female emperor penguin's baby dies, it will often kidnap an unrelated chick. Wow. Did you know that? I didn't no, know that. No, that's quite full on, Yeah, isn't they it? seem all kind of knockabout and fun in the chocolate bars, but you didn't realise this bit. You're really rattling through these, Bush. Is that because you're hungover? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. He's rattling through. Just Come need on. a bit of water, feel a bit dehydrated. Last fact, the fastest species of penguin is the Gen- Gentoo penguin. Oh. We can swim up to 22 miles an hour. Stop it. I know, I thought the same. That's twice the speed of the average traffic going through London town, which I believe is about 13 miles an hour. Impeccable traffic knowledge. You're absolutely right. Impeccable. Peckable. Uh, Mel G here on Magic with the Mighty Bush. Bush, how's your week been? Mel, thank you for asking. My week week has been good. Uh, Don't you love it when people share a little life hack or like a little recipe with you? Something that makes your life better. Oh, I live for that. Come on, tell me. Live for those things. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Well, one of our lovely listeners has sent in a thing (gasps) about Gary Barlow. Oh! And we love Gary Barlow. We love Take That on this show. Yes! You've worked closely with Gary. He's a good lad, isn't he? I I toured with him, as you know. Toured with... (laughs) Yeah, on the Take That tour (laughs) that we all bought. Anyway, the people at Celeb Britain have tweeted us, and if you want to get involved on Twitter, at Mel Gedroyd Show, and they said, have you ever heard of Gary Barlow's golden milk? No. Apparently, Gary Barlow has got a type of milk that he makes as a treat. Hang on, is it turmeric? Yes. It's ruddy turmeric. It's turmeric. I knew I knew it. Turmeric. What is it with turmeric? Turmeric is everywhere. I was at the uh, station this morning yeah. uh, waiting to board my train to come to uh, Magic Mansions and there was a turmeric tea on offer. Oh, I'm not sure if I would like that. Oh mate, I think it's right. It's it's all the rage. Turmeric chai. So turmeric milk, when you said yellow, I thought, yeah, it's bound to be turmeric. Mate, it's all the rage for 2018. Tell me about Barlow's uh, golden milk, please. <laughs> Apparently, right, Gary Barlow's, so got single, gold, Gary Barlow's golden milk. Yes. And he's even tweeted it, so they've taken <gasps> a screenshot of Gary's tweet. Right? Tell me everything about Gary Barlow's tweet. I love Barlow. And I'll do it in his voice. Here's the golden milk ingredients for anyone who's asking. Full-fat milk, cinnamon, turmeric, black pepper... Ground ginger. Oh, it's turning, into, turning slightly into Ringo's star, mate. What's going on? Cardamom seeds, nutmeg, splash of maple syrup, <gasps> simmer in a pan till ready, strain oh! and drink. That's Gary Barlow's golden milk, everybody. I want to actually take that home with me because I'm going to make Barlow's uh, golden milk and report back. Did you ever see him when you were working with him on the telly drinking said golden milk? Well, he always had this mug, Mm. this red mug, and no one ever quite knew what was in it. We tried to find out by means fair and foul, uh, but he's very healthy. Yeah, well, this is it. Look at him. Look at the the spring in his step. Look at the gorgeous face. It's golden milk, mate. That's what it is. So milk, cinnamon, turmeric, that's what makes it golden, Sorry, gang, I'm still writing this down. Black pepper, 
Oh, I'd love a bit of ground ginger. Mel is actually writing down the Gary Barlow golden milk recipe into her notebook. But he puts, he does tweet, apparently I don't tweet that much, but apparently he does tweet a lot of recipes. (gasps) Do you know my favourite thing about uh, Barlow's golden milk (laughs) is the, I'm writing it down as we speak, splash of maple Sarah. Oh, that's a bit naughty at the end, isn't it? Simmer. Can't you imagine Barlow just standing over a simmering pan of golden milk? You'd have to watch it. I tell you what, if you turned away for a second, that would burn the bottom of the pan. Isn't that annoying when that happens and happens you have to scrub the bottom of the pan? Yeah, almost to the point where I sometimes I'm tempted to just throw the entire pan out and start Same. again. Same! Yeah. I bet Barlow, but because everything about Barlow is very zen, quite slow. I'm not very... throwing a pan out. It's 7 <laughs> A lot of money, Dad, for a pan. Now, when he says strain and drink... Do Don't you like think... that bit. No, do you think he means strain like that before you drink it? Or is he stra- Oh, he's straining, of course, because you wouldn't want black pepper bits getting caught in your oh-so-white Gary Barlow-esque teeth. Exactly. I would make a rule on drinking stuff. If you have to strain it, I don't want to drink it. I, mate, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to make this when I get home. Well, they're all the ingredients that you would have in your spice cupboard. I'm just thinking, I'm running through cinnamon, check, turmeric, check, black pepper, check, ginger, yes, cardamom, yes, mm, splash of maple syrup. I'm not sure I've got any in. I better get that because that's vital. But he looks so good, right? <gasps> We've talked on this show a lot about Mate, how good he looks. He's and... like Benjamin Ruddy Button. <laughs> yeah, it's getting younger. He's 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 getting he's getting better looking the, as the years go by. So it's probably worth giving this a try because if this is even a fraction of Gary's secret, his golden milk, yeah. worth having a go. Do you think Howard drinks Gary's golden milk? <laughs> I don't know. Best ask Coward. Did you just call him Coward? Coward. <laughs> <laughs> Now, here we go. Oh, I love a little bit of pods. Love a little bit of Poddington. If you're listening at night, hello. Hello. Hope you get back to sleep after you've listened to this. Do have a lovely sleep. (laughs) Be sure to tweet us your bank details first thing in the morning. (laughs) Now, oh, this is good. This is a, oh, this is a great question. Really good question. Right, Bush. Favourite spread, sweet or savoury? OMG. We were just talking about this yesterday in the office. Oh, were you? I was saying that I absolutely love meat paste. Oh, so do I. Love meat paste. Actually, no. Sorry. Fish paste. Well, this is it. There's two camps. Some people are like meat paste all the way. And then there's these other people who are like into the fish paste all the way. I'd say fish paste all the way, mate. I don't know if I could do fish paste. It's, it smells a bit too much like cat food. Well, the meat paste, to be honest, smells a little bit like the inside of the laundry basket. <laughs> but I would say meat paste is a lovely gateway into the varying different types of pate you can get your hands on these days. I love a pate. I love a pate. What's your fave pat? Arden. Oh. What's your favourite pate? Chicken lives. Chicken lives. Yeah, man. I love it even better if it's in like a sausage, in a wrapped up sausage type shape, you know? I, I, again, I'm afraid I'm going to have to take it over to the pesco quarter. Yeah, I like a mackerel pate better than all of those. I like is that the same thing as a mac- mackerel terrine? I had a, t- a mackerel terrine recently in a restaurant. That was nice. Now this is a very interesting question for all those people listening in the middle of the night. What's the difference between a pate and a terrine? Yeah. Can I just say I think a terrine might have a layer of sort of aspic. Or uh, that grease on top of it. I think pâtés have that sometimes oh, as well. Do, they do, don't they? they? So what makes a terrine a terrine and a pâté a pâté? We need the answer to this, Mibush. 
Definitely, if you listen to this podcast and subscribe, leave a comment with your answer based on pate and terrine below. What, what about sandwich spread? Sorry, what about sandwich spread? I love sandwich spread. I really, really <gasps> like that. You know, you can get like a cheese and onion mix that's no, together. No, no, no. What's your favourite sandwich spread? No, I'm talking about the brand sandwich spread. Oh. Did you ever have it in the 80s? No. In the 70s, mate. Oh, it's like a, um, a salad cream, but with chunks in. That sounds like something quite awful. It sounds like something you'd see on a pavement. I know. It is absolutely divine. I now want to go into my local supermarket and see if I can find something. Can you, is it still going? They still I think have it? so. They brought it back in a sort of, ooh, this is a bit postmodern and ironic. It's fab. Time to tell Mel. You can literally ask me anything. Hi, Mel. It's Zoe. When me and my boyfriend go shopping, he insists on wearing his sunglasses on the top of his head indoors. Please tell him this is not okay. Two words for you, young Zoe. Chuck him. Any glasses worn on the head, in my mind, is a terrible, terrible thing. Slightly worse than wearing sunglasses on the head are some people who, in a way, they want to look more intellectually superior, put their normal glasses on their head. I can imagine somebody like, ooh, I don't know, one of those highfalutin sort of documentarians doing that. Yes, we don't want that at all, Zoe. He's got to go. Goodbye, sunglasses. Goodbye, boyfriend. Next. Hi, Mel. It's Tom here. We've been arguing all week at work about what is the perfect topping for a jacket potato. What do you think? My dear Tom, I sense I'm going to have to speak slightly slower than normal, Tom. I have a feeling you had a rather big night last night. Something on a jacket potato, Tom. I would veer very much away from the coronation chicken. That's wrong on a jacket potato. I would say tuna. Tuna, tuna, tuna. Tuna and mayonnaise, Tom. Mmm, and a good sparkling amount of black pepper. Now go, have a shave. I can sense you're stubbly. I know you are, Tom. Go and have a good sleep. Go and change your pyjama bottoms and I'll talk to you some other time. Next, please. Hey, Mel, it's Frank here. Uh, I'm off on a long road trip with the kids tomorrow and I want them to switch off their mobile phones and play an old-school in-car game with them. What can we play? Guess the colour of the car, Frank. That kept my children happy for years and years and years. I've slightly got that wrong. No, it's not guess the colour of the car, because that's very obvious. You look out of the window and you see a red car and you go, oh, guess what colour that is? It's red. It's all come in on me, Frank. I'm sorry. I can't actually think today. I would say count up the Eddie Stobart lorries. Very, very good, particularly if you're going on a journey up north. Guess the amount of, of Stobart lorries and then see if that amount actually tallies with your guess. Good day, Frank. Good journey. Thank you so much for listening to my little podcast, especially if it's in the middle of the night. Hear more locks, lols and bants like that every Saturday lunchtime from One on Magic. The Mel Gedroyd Show. The Mel Gedroyd Podcast. 